Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How does one start forming a relationship with one's nervous system? Yeah. Very simply, man, it depends where you're at. So we want to meet people where they're at with respect to their nervous systems and their bodies. Some people have experienced so much torment being in their bodies for whatever their reasons are, right, that the simple act of exercise is too difficult. Uh, just, you know, just... Uh, walking or even going for a run or lifting some weights or doing some yoga, the moment that the body is challenged, there's this resistance to going into any pain because they've experienced so much pain. So the, the, the MO is aversion to pain. So I really often, I start people very light and I meet them where they're at, right? It depends where they're, where they're at in their lives, but I start them very light. I just want mindfulness and attention, attentiveness to being in the body. So go for a 10 minute walk. 10 minutes, five minutes, I don't care. Three minutes, I don't care. Five minute walk, three minute walk. And just feel your feet making contact with the ground through your shoes. Just be mindful of that. Be aware of that. When you have a shower, feel the water on your skin. Right? When you're outside and there's a little bit of sunshine, stop, pause for a moment. Feel your skin warming up as the sun is making contact to your skin. Just start small by being in your body just a little bit. Right? You know, multiple times a day, just... Squeeze your fingers, just like this. Feel, close your eyes, remove that primary sensory, external sensory organ and just feel. And maybe just fingers together, hear it. You know, sounds can be very activating and triggering for people as well, right? And so sit for a moment and just listen to some music that feels good. How does that land in your body? You know, people may say, what does that even mean, land in my body? Well, how do you feel in your body? Do you feel warmth? Do you feel comfort? Do you feel happiness and joy? Start placing uh, states of being to what your body is expressing. We start really, really slow, man, really, really slow. Maybe you're not accustomed to getting a massage. If it doesn't feel unsafe, get a massage once a month 
and just, you know, maybe drop four grams of mushrooms, maybe not. I'm teasing, but I'm not. But I'm not. I'm also not. It depends where you're at. Like, you know, maybe four grams is too much depending on the strain. But maybe microdose, whatever. But get into your body. And sometimes we use carnal sassafras or even, you know, high quality MDMA or whatever it may be. And I'm not, I'm not a practitioner of, of those substances. And I have a very strong um, a very firm, I should say, perspective on the use of um, sacrament and plant medicine. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm joking and I'm being serious as well. Like, again, when we meet people where they're at, right? Um, sometimes people need a little bit more of a, just because of their personality, they need more of a shock. So maybe we say, okay, let's, let's go bungee jumping. Let's really get you in your body, you know, like because because they can tolerate that. They have the resilience for that. But more than likely, they're, they're very rare cases. More than likely, they're just playing into a, a compensation, a compensatory pattern um, to condition themselves. But really, they, they're, they're paradoxically, they're getting in the body to get out of the body, right? Um, and it's the adrenaline and everything else that they're addicted to that pulls them away from actually facing their pain. So we want to do less of that. We want to soften. Maybe you go to a sound healing journey right a sound healing session um at your local yoga studio and you know you you lay and you just you hear the gongs and whatever other instruments are being played and you you feel the vibration moving through your body just pay attention just be as still as you can sometimes i'll just get people practicing stillness man literally just laying down for a few minutes and not moving at all and just breathing really really slow and that can be so uncomfortable for people so it it just depends man i want people to be uncomfortable but i also want them to be comfortable enough and not too uncomfortable. So I'm giving you some examples, um, but there are many, you know, like it's like go chop wood, go outside and chop some wood or go carry some stuff um, that needs to be moved from your garage to the the, the front um, verge or something. Just do things to get in your body, right? Irrespective of what it is. Go outside and crawl for a bit. Put your feet, your bare feet in the grass. Like just do that. Feel, what does that feel like to have your bare feet in the grass? One of the things I'm recognizing as you're sharing is even the, um, and again, this is with love, so I don't want to sound super um, pushy about it, but even just the, um, I'm recognizing there's points of resistance um, in movement, even even for me, and I touch wood, love working out. Um, and so in there it's recognizing that actually those bits of resistance are actually somewhat, Yes, I'm what associated to pain. And it's interesting actually watching the psychosomatic um, sort of relationship between um, between things. I've recently been um, devouring the works of a gentleman named John E. Sarno. I'm not sure if you've come across him. But um, he talks about lower back pain and then he's extrapolated that to back pain to like physical pain. And I was watching, of all shows <laughs> recently, um, The Crown. Um, I'm not sure if everyone's seen it on Netflix, but it's about um, it's about Queen Elizabeth and her reign. And there's a particular point where her partner, he's actually talking, and then, you know, I bring it up because it's something as mainstream as a show like that that's won a bunch of awards and stuff. And her Queen Elizabeth's partner, uh, I don't know what this right, the Duke of Windsor, whatever his name, Philip is, he talks about, he's talking to Diana and he goes, you know, sometimes you've got back pain. And, you know, I know what it is, but it's sometimes it's just easier to label it as back pain. And he goes, and, he, and she goes, well, what do you mean what is? And he's like, well, you know, it's all my anger. It's all my resentments. It's all my frustrations that present as back pain. And I've been researching the work of Dr. John uh, Sano and he, he's just like, yeah, look, like you might think you've got back pain, 
but really it's suppressed emotions. It's repressed emotions. And if you can learn to give yourself permission to work with your emotions, he found again, again, through, he died, I think about 10 odd years ago, um, maybe 15 now, but he said, if you can learn to deal with the emotions through his practitioners, like work of like 40, 50 years, he found dealing with the emotions was much more effective than actually dealing with the body uh, towards the end of his, towards the last 20 years of, of his work. It was like, I just stopped. I it basically similar to what he says, like go out and get a walk, but look at your, look at your emotions, look at your shit. Um, and really that's where stuff starts to come apart in the body. And I think it's really, it's transforming my perspective, but I'm conscious it's probably part of yours already in terms of what you're describing in that, you know, as you described like before, the there's there's such a natural sort of, oh, yeah, we've got soul and spirit, especially in my, like this kind of community that we're in, um, which is like, you know, spirit and soul is given this preference. But really it's completely all intrinsically woven in on one, isn't it? Like it's it's a real state of affairs once you start to wrap your head around how emotions are actually navigating their way through your entire being, right? Yeah, man, there's so much that we don't know. There's so much complexity, aka layers to our existence and our expression and our just our way of being, right? Um, it's big. It's really, really big. And, you know, the, the, the reality the reality is that there's so much we don't know. That's not to say that we can't navigate, manage, deepen, expand our own sense of selves. When it comes to emotions, you know, I, I really go back to what is driving repetitive behavior? What's driving our patterns? Is it something that is we're very aware of, that's healthy, that's sustainable, that we're conscious of? Or is it something that is unresolved within us to protect us? So we've become hypervigilant or hyperprotective in our physiology, in our nervous systems, where we contract and retract and in our psychology as well, in our relationality. And I think if we can get really honest with that question and say, oh, yeah, maybe this pattern is probably coming from an unresolved thing from my past. I'm not sure what, but I'm willing to explore it, even though it's difficult. Then we begin to understand that, you know, the mind-body feeling mind body emotion complex right and and i don't know which one drives which i think it's cyclical i think they feed into each other right and they become they become entrenched patterns you know our our contraction when we experience abuse or violation you know we contract in our nervous system there is an, there is an emotion that's associated with that there's an, an imaging a scanning that happens of that environment and then from there you know we we make decisions about what's safe and what's not in life that are reinforced by emotions, by physiology, by psychology, by relationships, by all the things that we notice and don't notice. And so I think it's just very complex, but that doesn't mean again, like this is our need to understand things. And again, I'm, I'm, I very much value understanding and it does have a place. It just, it just doesn't have the only place. And sometimes it doesn't have a primary place. What I've found you know, anecdotally, and, and I, look, I, I know there is some empirical evidence for this, but I, what I've found anecdotally in working with people for 24 years, the past 24 years pretty much, is that sometimes, most of the time, all we need to do is have a release in a safe space and then with coupled with integration, but a release of the thing that is stuck within us and we don't need to cognitively, cognitively need to understand it in that moment. 
And the massive transformation or deep, meaningful, sustainable transformation can really take place from that from that space. Hope you're thoroughly enjoying this moment from a full-length podcast we've got here on the Inspired Evolution. If you are intrigued and so-called, check out the full episode to where you're listening to this podcast now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.